Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. Oh my God. What is up, my party people? What is up? What is up? Feels like I haven't recorded a podcast in honestly forevers, but it's only been a week. So here I am back at it again. And today I really want to talk about something that is just, it's been in the forefront of my mind. It's come up with so many clients and friends and other influencers in the social media lands and in the interweb world and like everywhere, really. This conversation has come up so many times in the past few weeks. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a fucking podcast episode on it (laughs) so we can just talk about it, get it all out in the open of this idea of compartmentalizing yourself. And it's so funny because um, something really cool that happened last week was I, I, I've always wanted to be known for something, right? So when you come up into this world of entrepreneurialness, right? Like these technical terms though, right? (laughs) These are the Danny technical terms for these things. But what tends to happen when you come up into this world of entrepreneurialness is there's this immediate need to be known for something, right? Like you want to be known for something. You want to leave a legacy. And if you're listening to this podcast, if you follow me on the interwebs, you know that like, this is what I preach and teach all the time because I know I've got big shit to do in this world. Like fucking world domination in the most loving way. And I tend to attract people into my world who do just that, right? Because like attracts like, like my intention when I put it out there and I create these hubs of community and these hubs of knowledge, AKA like my podcast, my YouTube and all these things and my Instagram and the content I share daily, it's like, it will resonate with the people who have that similar intention because we are on the same frequency. We are on the same level, right? And the people who don't resonate with it are either going to read it for a hot second and keep scrolling or they're not even going to see it in the first place, right? So if you're here and you're still listening, we probably have that similar intention that we want to be known for something. We want to lead a legacy. We want to leave something in this world that is bigger than what we are, right? Bigger than who we are. And we feel it. Like, I don't know about you, but I always knew that I just like, I came out of the womb. I always say jazz hands first, but I just knew that I had big shit to do in this world. And I would tell my parents all the time that I had big shit to do in this world. And they're like, okay, Danielle, whatever. But I have just always known that I wasn't going to be put on this earth to just pay bills and die. And I didn't want to be put on this earth to be conformed into a box. And I did whatever I had to do in order to be deeply fulfilled within my work, whether that was like acting or whether that was in makeup artistry or whatever. It's like, if I'm going to get a job and I knew this, even when I was 12, I was like, I went and got my first job. I was that really annoying kid that was like very keener with what I wanted to do. And I went in and I was 12 or whatever at the time, 12 or 13, I can't remember, but my birthday was in a week and I wanted to work at this local company that was um, a theater company, but it was a dinner theater company. 
And because I wanted so badly to be an actor, my parents wouldn't get me an agent. And I was like, okay, I need to find a way to get into the industry and I need to make it happen. And I remember walking in there with my resume that had nothing on it because I was 12, right? And I walked in and I... It, the, the legal working age was either like 12 or 13. So I was either like 11 or 12. I can't remember, but I went in and it was a week before I would, I would legally allowed to work right in Canada or in Alberta or wherever. Um, and so I go in and I have this resume in my hand and I'm like, okay, like, hello, can I talk to someone about getting a job here? And my mom like was waiting outside for me. Right. Cause I didn't drive. Um, so she's waiting outside in the car and I'm like sitting there. I'm like, okay, I want this job. And the manager comes out He's like, what do you want to do here? And I was like, anything. I want to watch the rehearsals. I want to do whatever I can to be in the same room with the people who are doing what I want to do in my life, right? And <laughs> I I gave him my resume and stuff like that. He's like, you're not old enough. And I was like, no, my birthday is in a week. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I was like, I don't care if I had to, if I have to clean cutlery or or polish silverware or set the tables. Like, I don't care. I want to be in the space with these amazing actors. And so he's like, okay, fine. So I was a bus girl for um, a really long, well, not like a super long time, but I think like a year or something. And that was my very first job. And I was like, cool, I'm not going to go get a job that I hate. I'm going to get a job that I want to have that's going to actually get me into the industry or the field or be around the energy of the people who I deeply desire to be around. Right. And when you have that drive and you know what you fucking want, you make it happen no matter what. And when you know exactly where you can see yourself in your vision, it's like, whatever that first step is, you're going to take it no matter what, like whatever that first step is, even if it doesn't make sense. And it didn't make sense at the time that I was like applying for a serving job or whatever, when I was like 12, but I knew that, okay, this is something, this is my first step. I have no idea what's going to come from this, but this is what I'm going to do. And I ended up meeting like amazing people there and all that stuff. And I did not stay there very long. Like after that year or whatever, I was like, okay, bye. And I went off and did a bunch of other things, but I was definitely the person who I'm not just going to have a job just to have a job. I'm not going to do something that I fucking hate just to make money. Like I refuse. I am so much more committed to the big shit that I have to do in this world. And I'm going to take whatever small steps I have to take in order to get to what my big vision is. And that's definitely been the same thing to this day. And last week I even got a message from someone tagged me in a post. They were looking for speakers because someone dropped out of an event here in Calgary. And my friend who I went to university with tags me in it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard of this girl. Like he's mentioned her name so many times. He's like, you have to connect with her. She's amazing. And I was like, oh yeah, like I've heard of her. Maybe I'll just like reach out, see if they need someone to speak tonight. And it was like three hours to when they needed someone to speak. And I messaged her. I was like, hey, here, like I'm free tonight. I'll come down. I'll come speak and all that stuff. And she looked at my work and she looked at my social media. This is why your social media is your dating profile for your company, guys. <laughs> like people want to swipe right on your realness. They want to swipe right on your fucking bri- vibrant soul that is coming through the computer screen. That is what they want to swipe right on. Okay. And so she went through and she's like, I took 30 seconds to look at the work that you're doing in this world. It's fucking amazing. Can you do this? And I was like, yes. And I was sitting there and I'm like, this is so funny because number one, I'm not nervous. I'm more excited to be in the room with these people. And she even said to me, she's like, I feel like you need a bigger crowd. This is only going to be like 15 people or whatever. And I was like, people are people, dude. I love intimate crowds. I love them so much. And I love intimacy when it comes to speaking too. It doesn't matter whether I'm 
in front of like hundreds of people or if I'm in front of like 15 people, whatever. My style of speaking is very much like engaging with the audience because people are people and I love it. And, and I always preach and teach and walk this out in life as well as like show up like there's a million people in the audience, even if there's one. Show up like there's hundreds of people in the audience, even if there's two. It doesn't fucking matter. And if there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in the audience, show up like there's one person in the audience because people are people. You're not like standing in front of a class giving an instruction presentation thing on something that you hate. You're doing your soul work. That's different. You're walking in front of your dream people teaching your soul work. Like you were meant to do this. Your life set you up for this. Every single thing that you've done in life, in your work, the experiences that you've had personally, the experiences you've had in your education. Like I don't care if you have like little to no formal education or you have a fucking PhD. It has set you up for greatness no matter what. And I can like string together all these moments in my life that have actually set me up to do exactly what I'm doing right now. And I was convinced last year, that last year, this time... <laughs> I was getting ready to do my very first retreat, um, the Unleash Your Voice retreat that was last year in April. And I was setting everything up and I'm like, I don't know if I can teach this work because I don't have my master's was the story that I had in my head. And I mapped out, okay, like what, what education do I have? What experience do I have? Cause I've been doing this work for like eight years, right? This voice work. And I've been in the personal development industry for years and I've been doing all this stuff. And I, yeah, I've been coaching full time for like, at the time it was like a little bit over a year, but I, I like I my whole fucking life has set me up for this. Even the idea that I had to have more in order to be worthy, it's like that experience of freaking out last year about am I good enough because I don't have my masters set me up to stand strong in my work, even if I don't have as much education as someone, even if I don't have as much um following as someone, or if I'm not making as much money as someone. I was teaching at well, I wasn't teaching, I was doing a workshop thing at the university like a couple weeks ago, maybe was that like a month ago? I don't know. I'm so bad with timelines. Also it's self-care Sunday y'all. So <laughs> whenever you're listening to this, I'm definitely in like the Zen vibes and my back is super sore. So I'm like very chilled out right now, which is why my brain is kind of mushy. And I spent like an entire week teaching kids. So my energy is like blah, scattered and amazing. Like I just feel like the energizer bunny, but like with a very sore back. Okay. So just let me picture that. That is me. Okay. But I was teaching a few um, weeks ago and I was teaching on how not to let your degree define you. And I was teaching to a bunch of business students who had either had other degrees and then they went back to get their business degree or they had like double degrees and, and they were doing business. And they're like, how do I show up into a room with people who have like a master's of business? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, how do I show up? And I talk to these people and I network with these people when they have a master's of business. And I laughed because I'm like, oh, the universe is so funny. Like people are so cool. Life is super cool. And the universe is hilarious. I'm like, this is so funny because I literally went through this a year ago. And you have to remember people are people. Like it doesn't fucking matter what their, like their formal education is, or if they're the president of the United States or they're fucking, I don't know, Gandhi. Like it doesn't matter. They're people. People are people. And people, we are all connected on such deep levels that you have to see past that. And I actually, I wasn't going to talk on this, but I think this is important. It's like how you think people are going to judge you is how you see value. So I would actually evaluate that for yourself is what I told them. And I said, do you value people based on 
their education? Do you look at someone and you're like, you're not educated, so therefore you're not worthy? Where were you taught that? Who in your life has taught you that? What experiences in your life has taught you that? Because normally what we're afraid of, and I wouldn't say normally, I mean all the time, what we're the most afraid of being judged for is what we judge other people for because we've been taught in our lives that that is how we need to show value. And I think it's bullshit. It's like the coaching industry. For the longest time, I was obsessed with what everyone else is making. Like, what's everyone making in their business? And how am I not good enough because I'm not making what they're making? Or how are they better than me because they're making more money than me? And then I literally would assume if I wasn't making certain figures in my business that people wouldn't hire me. And what did that do? That fucked me over because no one wanted to hire me because I was not confident in my work. I was assuming that I needed to make more money in order to be worthy to sign more clients in order to make more money. Like it made no sense. And so I had to really get real with myself and with my friends and be like, how am I valuing people in my life? How am I actually valuing people in my life? Am I looking at people like dollar signs? Like how much do you make? That's how much value you can bring to my life. Or how am I supposed to be valuing them? Like what has my life taught me that I was supposed to value them as? It's like, fuck that. How do I actually want to value people? How do I actually like the core of Danielle, the core of Danny, who she is, how does she value people and how does she choose to be valued? And that changed everything. I was like, okay, what was the root of how I was taught to value people? And it's like, oh, interesting. This experience taught me this, this experience with this coach taught me this, this experience with my life taught me this. And then it's like, how do I actually value people? And for me, it's like, I value passion over anything. Like if someone's super passionate about what they do, they stand strong in their beliefs, they're so open-minded and they're like ready to dive deep. They're open to trying new things. They're open to just being themselves and like loving fearlessly and like wildly being who they are. It's like, that is the most attractive thing for me in, in relationships, in friendships, in client relationships, like everything. It's someone who stands in their power and is like, I'm okay with being wildly loved for who I am and wildly loving people for who they are. And I have passions and desires and ambitions and I'm not afraid to fucking stand strong in them. I'm like, hell yeah, you're my human, right? That's how I value people. And it's like, how much are you willing to stand strong in who you are? Is really That doesn't mean that I'm like, if you have insecurities, you're not good enough. <laughs> you're, you can't hang out with me. It's like, no, it's not about that. It's just like this willingness to just like live and love and exist, which is like core fundamental parts of who we are as human beings anyways. But what we tend to do, and this is what I wanted to talk about today, is we compartmentalize ourselves. We do this thing that we do either or. So we talk about either or. We say, okay, so I want to be rich or happy. I want to be broke or rich. I want to be like healthy or sick, or I want to be like super fit or free to eat whatever I want, right? It's like we do this either or thing. And I started noticing that I did this in relationships where I'm like, okay, um, if someone is artistic and we connect on like a soul level on so many things, I can't be physically attracted to them. It's like I I convinced myself it was either or. Or if I'm super physically attracted to someone, our our personalities aren't compatible. And like I had that story and that's all that is, is a story in my head. Same with I can't be healthy and happy at the same time was a story that I had in my head because I dealt with so much in my life around fitness and who, how I should show up in my life when it comes to health and all this bullshit ideas from like years and years and years of trying to find joy in my body and like going through eating disorders and disordered eating and, and going through like crazy, crazy 
parts of my life where I was like so, so, so strict in what I ate and so, so restrictive with my working out and stuff like that. It's like, oh, all those times I convinced myself I was happy when I hit a certain weight, but was I actually happy? No. So my brain was like, okay, Danielle, and this is all your brain is. Let's talk about this for a hot second. Your brain is just a filing cabinet, <laughs> really. Like your brain is a Google search engine. I was talking in my, if you're not in my Facebook group, Unleashed and Unfiltered, you got to be in it because I just go on rants and riffs all the time. So if you're like, fuck yeah, Danielle, I love listening to what you think about things. You want to be in on that. Okay. You really do. It's on Facebook. It's Unleashed plus Unfiltered, like the little plus sign. Okay. Back at it. Your brain is just a fucking Google search engine. It really is. It's like, okay, cool. I'm going to absorb all these all these informative things throughout my life and I'm going to store them in your brain um, just based on pure like what I'm experiencing right now and that's it and they're done. And so when I say pull up an, eye, an image of an elephant, everyone looks, they think about an elephant and then your brain is like, oh, were you searching for images of an elephant or were you searching for your like your personal experience with elephants or what? And then you start having memories come up that like match that description that you like typed in your Google search engine, which is why it's so easy that when we have fears and doubts, it's so easy for our brain to like pull up these painful memories that just validate that over and over and over again. But your brain is a Google search engine. That's all it is. It's based on like random things that you have inputted over time. Like your, your brain thinks a thought and then your emotions attach meaning to that thought. And then that thought is stored and it's put in the filing filing cabinet. It's put in the Google search engine, even if it makes no sense, or even if it's not like a logical thing, like maybe I always use this example. If you listen to a song and I pinched you every time you listen to that song, you're going to hate that song and you're going to have all these feelings of resentment towards that song. But is that the truth about that song? No. Is that the truth about that person who's pinching you? Me? No. But that experience formed and then you put it in the filing cabinet. You put it in the search engine. So that's all it has to pull on, right? But we have all this knowledge in our body and in our energy and everything that absorbs everything else around us, which is why it's so easy to rewrite the ideas of what we're capable of, to rewrite these ideas of what's possible for us or how we see our lives or these moments in time that we think are about one thing and they're not. Like I tell a lot of people and I tell everyone, I tell you guys right now, I'm telling you guys, um, I, I just talk about it a lot, but everything you've been taught about who you need to be in this world is a fucking illusion. It's a lie. It was based off of someone else's personal experience in their own personal life, based on their own personal ideas, beliefs, what they were taught. And we're all playing our own games of the Sims and we all have our own filters and we're all our own player ones and we're playing our own game. So when someone makes a comment about you or about how you're showing up or about whatever, they're not making it about you. It means nothing about you. We make it mean something about us because we're playing our own game, right? It's like, no, they're just making an observation based on their own game, based on their own reality, based on what they see things as. And it has like one moment in time. This is why I don't really believe in first impressions. Um, one moment in time, when you meet someone, if I was like, hey, my name's Danielle. Like if you guys met me today, so say you come and you meet me in person today, in that one moment, you only had five seconds to go off of on who I was a person, as a person, okay? It would make no sense because number one, you're getting my energy in that moment. So my back is really sore right now. So maybe I'm a little bit more crabby. Maybe I'm a little bit more sassy. Also, maybe I'm a little bit more low energy than I normally would be whatever normal is. 
And maybe I have like a little scratchy throat. So it's like, okay, that's like my physical body that you're taking this litmus test of who I am off of. But then there's like my energy. Is my energy a little wonky today? Is it not? Did I, how was the beginning of my day? How, like what's happening after this? Like it's all these things are put into consideration. And like when you meet someone or you have a moment with someone, it's like you are seeing them in one split moment of their life based on their energy in that moment, based on their ideas and beliefs in that moment, based on where they're at physically in that moment. And it's just like a flash of time. And we take that and we identify people with the, that like five second, five minute, whatever gap. And we're like, oh, that's who they are as people. And like first impressions are bullshit because you get to be all of it. You get to be every single part of who you are. You're not an either or. You're not boss ass bitch or super soft and soft-spoken and shy. You're not loud or quiet. Like that doesn't exist. There's all different flavors of who you are. You are fluid. Who you are is fluid. You're a human being. You're made of water. You're fucking fluid. Okay. Your emotions are fluid. You don't stay in one emotion forever and ever and ever. It changes and it can change within seconds, within milliseconds. You're a fluid person. And so a lot of people do what they say is they're like, okay, I can only have this or this in my life. I can only be this or this in my brand. And then they have this perfectly curated version of who they are that they have to live up to because it's not authentic to who they are. It's like this curated version of who they need to be that they thought someone wanted in their experience of their life that has taught them that that's who people want, right? Like I get a lot of, in a lot of shit from my family for being like the person who swears and is loud on the internet, right? And shows my tattoos and who the fuck cares, right? And does impulsive things and like all that stuff. And that's just, that's just who I am, right? But if I listen to my parents the whole time that I built this business, I would be way quieter about who I was. I would never swear once. I would also not have as bright colors on my feed. I also wouldn't post as much because it wouldn't be authentic to who I am. Like if you have any type of kink in your inspiration, I would say like, unkink your hose, wink, wink, but like unkink it because turn on the tap. And if you feel that pressure build up, that means you probably have a kink in your hose and you're not letting yourself express yourself in a certain way. Probably because someone has told you that that's not okay. So this is a really good example, but I was talking to one of my friends who I met recently this year. She does amazing things with social media. She does amazing things with strategy. I think she's like a business coach or whatever she does. I don't exactly know like specifically because we were in like a mastermind thingy together, but she also posts like awesome booty shaking videos on the internet. And her story, which she spoke about was like, she felt that like she could only be sexy or intelligent. And I hear this from so many women where it's like, oh, I can't, I can only be sexy and seen as a sex object or be highly intelligent and then like not sexy at all right? There's no like in between. And fuck that. You get to be all of it. Just like how you can be soft and sweet and kind and loving, but still be a leader. Like a lot of, I'm just talking about women specifically and like whatever you identify with amazeballs, like keep listening, use this in your own information. But I've talked a lot to women who are like, oh, okay, I can only be really loud and aggressive or like really soft. And it's like, no, you get to be fucking all of it. Or they're so scared to be leaders because they're so scared to be bitches. And it's like, no, you lead with heart and you lead with who you are. And when the more you are fully expressed in who you are, the more that you allow people to see all different parts of who you are. And in every single moment who you get to be, it's like, 
that mask is taken off and there's so much fucking freedom in that. Like you got to show up as you. I trust that when I walk in the door at an event, I'm the same person that I am on a live video. I'm the same person that I am on my Instagram stories. If I work with someone privately, this is what it's like working with me. Like we, like I'm the same fucking person behind this mic as I am on those coaching calls. And it's so important to me because that person who chooses to invest in themselves is putting their trust and their faith in me, holding space unapologetically for them to step into who they are. And if I didn't do that for myself, then there would be like, they, there would be no trust there. If I couldn't do that for myself, they wouldn't trust me to do that for them. If I can do that for myself, they would be like, okay, you don't have the energetic capacity to be who I, I need to help support me. It's like if I project my own shit onto them and I'm not cleaning up my side of the street, it's not going to be beneficial to either of us in the coaching client relationship, right? And it's the same for any relationship that you're in. So you get to be fucking all of it. It's not this either or bullshit. You get to say and, and this, and this, and this, and this. It's not this or this. It's this and this. So here's your homework today, kids. Okay. Get your pens and papers or listen to this after. Okay. And, and do it when you're hanging out at home or something. I want you to make a list. Okay. I want you to make a few lists. I want you to make a career list. So whatever your business list or whatever, or what you actually want to do. I don't want to specifically say business list because I don't want you to limit yourself to what you see your business as right now. So you can put just like career. Cause for me right now I'm speaking. Yeah. But and I'm doing like all these things that I fucking love, but oh my God, I'm just getting started. Like, oh my God, I'm just getting started. <laughs> like I want my own show. Um, I want this podcast to blow the fuck up. I desire speaking on stages and being one of the highest paid female entrepreneurs that are hired to speak on stages all around the world. Ooh, that felt so weird to say that out loud because I literally wrote that in my journal today and now I'm like all giddy, guys. Oh my God. I feel like I'm like on a first date. Like that makes me so nervous. Ooh. But yeah, it's true. Like that's like vulnerability. That's what I want. I want to be like really, really fucking, no, I will be, not I want to be, I will be motherfucking highly paid to speak on stages all around the world and share my story and just be, be myself, you know, just living my life, right? So that's something. So it's like career. It'd be like, okay, so I want to do all these things. Awesome. It's not, I have to be a digital nomad or speak on stages around the world or go and work with kids or be on the internet and be super loud about who I am or um, write a book. It's like, no, I get to do this and I get to write a book and I get to have my own show and I get to have this podcast blow up and I get to be highly paid for speaking my truth all around the world. And I get to work with private clients and I get to do all these amazing fucking things. And then I also want you to make a list about your love life too. Like, what do you want in a partner? Not this or this, like, what do you want this and this and this and this, right? What do you want in general for your life? Like, what do you want in your, I don't know, finances? Like, it's not, you just get to either be like wildly known for who you are and amazingly wealthy or like super broke or whatever. There's like no either or. It's like, what do you want? Like, what do you actually fucking want? And be really real with yourself. No judgment, judgment-free zone. You're going to have all these things come up. This is the best part. You're going to have all these things come up while you're writing that's like, don't 
write that, Danielle. Nope, that's no one's gonna believe you. You shouldn't say that on the internet. Blah 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 blah. Like you should probably not write that. You like what? What about when this person said about if you accomplish that goal, or what about this person said about this? And honestly, for me, it's almost how are you gonna do that, Danielle? How are you gonna make that happen, Danielle? Like that's what goes in my head because I'm like such a goal oriented person, and I'm getting away from that because my whole life I've been told you got to write goals, you got to like map stuff out, you got to do it, and it's honestly has fucked with me more than it's made my life complete. Like, yeah, it's been super useful, but what about the vision? What about the bigger vision? Like goals for me disconnect me from my bigger vision. So I like to create like visions of what I desire. And then it's like goals are fun to have, but it's like, I have a vision. Like this is my vision for this. And then it leaves space for the universe, God, source, whatever the fuck you want to call, um, the divine power. But like, blow my damn mind. Like, let's go, let's do it. Let's do something really fucking awesome with this. Right. And just giving that space to be like, yeah, blow my mind. Like, let's do this. Let's make this happen. Right. And so just that freedom is just so beautiful to be able to tap into that as opposed to you have to get this many clients on this date to do this, to blah, 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 pay this and blah, blah, blah. blah, Right. No, it's like, I have a vision and then it takes the pressure off so much because then it's like, even if something doesn't happen this month, it's like, it's part of my vision. Like it's going to happen no matter what. I don't know when, but I have a vision for it and it's going to be bold. And just like that little girl that like walked in was like, Hey, here, take my resume and like put me somewhere. Like I have a vision of what I want in my life and this is my baby step towards it. Right. And then it's so easier to take baby steps because you're not so focused on like, how can I get this right now to like fill this void? Or how can I make this happen right this second to like make myself feel better about who I am? Or how can I feel more successful in the next 30 seconds because I need to get a sale today or like whatever the fuck. Right. It's like, no, you get to be wildly loved for the truth of who you are and you get to be all of it. There's no such thing as either or it's and, and, and. Okay. And when you tap into that, watch your whole fucking life change and you're going to blow your own damn mind. So that's all for today, folks. What's up? Um, Yes. Okay. That's it. If you want to hear more about this um, not compartmentalizing who you are type deal, I did so many live streams in my Facebook group. So go hang out in there and you can binge watch them and it's really fucking good content and people were really real with some things that hold themselves back. So that's one of my favorite things, by the way, about my Facebook group is like people are so fucking real with what's holding them back. They're real with sharing so many amazing things about how they're feeling or what's going on in their business. And it's just like a sacred space for self-expression. And it's like, come as you are, show up, have fun, post your shit in a really powerful way. I always say like, let people fall in love with you because if you like show up in there and you're like, Hey, I'm just going to post this post and then drop it and ditch. Right. No one's going to read it because no one cares who you are. Right. You want to like introduce yourself. Okay. That's like walking up to a random table and dropping your business card and be like, call me. Right. And walking away. It's like the people will be so much more interested in what you have to offer and will want to give you their money when you are just really real about who you are and they can actually connect with you on some level. I call it the me too dynamic where you're like, you know, when you were little and you went on, um, on like the jungle gym or something and someone was like, Oh my God, how old are you? I'm five. And you're like, Oh my God, shut up. I'm five. And then you were instant best friends, right? Like stepbrothers. And they're like, did we just become best friends? Yup. That's like what you want your ideal client to feel. And your dreamy client will feel that they're going to be like, Oh my God, what? 
you're from Canada too. Oh my God. Or they're going to be like, oh my God, what? You cried in your car every single day at your nine to five too. What? Oh my God, same, right? Or whatever that is for you or whatever that is for them, right? They're going to connect so strongly to the truth of who you are. And that's why it's so important to be all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. Okay. Love you guys so much. Kick ass, take names, change the world. You're fucking fabulous. Stop being so secretive about it. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye guys. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership, love, and unfiltered voice, then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues, okay? So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.